Good morning and happy Tuesday. Today is going to be an outstanding day. We can and we will. We're doing Monday Mindset, but on a Tuesday this week, because why not? Yesterday was a holiday. It was Memorial Day, our day to honor and respect those that have given the ultimate sacrifice and given their life so that we get the opportunity to live every day in a free country where we can become better. And that's the whole point of this podcast is to help us become better, be the best version of ourselves. And, you know, I was talking to someone yesterday and I thought about skipping the Monday Mindset and he said, no, he said, just put it out because he enjoys hearing it. And it was really reassuring to hear that people are listening and people are enjoying it. So I did want to take a moment just to share some gratitude there. And that's a big part of what we talk about here on this podcast. So so we're doing Monday Mindset, but on a Tuesday just for this week. I'm a big fan of Bruce Lee. And here's a quote talking about Bruce Lee and his mindset and how he used visualization to achieve his goals. Bruce Lee, before he fought, would try to visualize how the fight would go because he was visualizing a victorious path out of the combat. Fred D., So this brings up a great point about reticular activating system, which I talk about all the time. The reticular activating system is the brain's filter and gives us some science-based evidence. If it's too woo-woo to think about visualization meditation, then this week, this is for you. We have science-based evidence as to why visualization meditation works. It's exactly what Bruce Lee was doing. And if you're rolling your eyes, just think about it. Listen up. The reticular activating system is a bundle of nerves at our brainstem that filters out unnecessary information. It allows the important information to get through. So it consists of a network of neurons in the central portion of our brainstem, the medulla, and it goes all the way through the midbrain. The reason why it's there and the reason why we've developed this over time is because we can't possibly take in the full amount of stimulus from all five of our senses, our subconscious included. Everything that our brain is exposed to at every single millisecond in time can't possibly make it through, we'd explode. But our brains do something really cool where it caches the data. If you're a scientist and you kind of understand that, or if you've ever used a computer ever a day in your life, you know that if you go to a website over and over again, your computer will go to that website easier, faster, and quicker than it will a new website. And the brain is doing something similar. It creates this muscle memory and even shortcuts certain things. So here's a great example. Driving cars. If you've been driving for more than a couple years even, or even a few months, you probably don't think about every single action in the car that you're taking to make that car move. Just like if you drive the same direction to the same stores, the same grocery store, the same pharmacies, the same schools, the same job, whatever, you're not thinking about the directions, right? It's it's memory. It's muscle memory. But there's so many things happening on the road. Cars are coming a little bit closer to you, a little bit over to you. They're speeding up, they're slowing down, lights are turning red, lights are turning green, and you're just kind of navigating all of these things all while probably having a conversation on the phone with someone else about something entirely different from driving. The reticular activating system is what's making that possible. It's why if you're in a crowded room full of people and you're speaking to someone, maybe you're having a one-on-one conversation, there's a thousand conversations going on around you, you're not listening to any of those, you're only listening to the person that's right in front of you. It's not that you're not hearing the other stuff, your brain's just not filtering in that noise. And if someone said your name or anything close to it, you would immediately pop up and you'd recognize your name because it's got that cachet. It's got that muscle memory. It knows what your name is. And so it brings in your awareness immediately when someone shouts it out. So RAS, reticular activating system, how do we use this to our advantage? If that's a part of our brain, if it's in there, neuroscientists have proved it. What do we do with it? How can we use it if we want to improve how we do things, if we want to see ourselves becoming different in some way? It doesn't mean that we're not good enough now, but 
If we believe in constant and never-ending improvement and we want to improve, how do we use this RAS system and do what Bruce Lee was doing with this visualization to allow us to get to the highest and best self, to be that version of ourselves that we've always wanted to be, that we imagine ourselves being? Well, it's the imagination that can actually help us get there. So visualization meditation allows us to program the filter that our RAS is using. Our brains can't tell the difference from a real or an imagined memory. And this is an amazing thing. It's it's something that anyone who's ever suffered from resentment or if you've procrastinated for any reason, you probably can relate to this where this feeling of living in the wreckage of the future, we're perceiving what we think the future is going to be, we're living it, we're watching it in our mind, we're believing that it's happening now, or resentment, the past, we're reliving it over and over again. We may even have that same argument a hundred times in our minds and we insert different things that we wish we said, but we didn't say, and if only I would have said this, then they would have said that. And we're having that full conversation with ourselves in the present moment and feeling it as if though it were really happening. And if we relive that conversation differently, our brains doesn't know the difference as to what happened and what didn't. Just like the wreckage of the future, if we constantly tell ourselves that something negative is going to happen, our brain doesn't know that it hasn't already happened. When we talk about beliefs, that's what we believe. It's because we've lived it over and over again. We've programmed it into our mind. The RAS has picked it up and said, oh, this is what this person thinks. This is what they want. What do we want to program in there? If we're constantly thinking about the bad things that we don't want to have happen, well, we're going to end up getting just that because we're programming that into our reticular activating system. Likewise, we can program the positive. So how do we do that? Well, Look, it takes 30 seconds. It doesn't have to take, it's not about sitting in a certain position with our legs crossed. And, you know, I think closing our eyes is important because it helps the movie play in our mind a little bit better. But it's more about repetition than it is duration. You can do this for 30 seconds a day and then probably 30 seconds multiple times a day, depending on what you want to visualize. So what do we need to do? Well, we visualize. It sounds exactly like what it is. We close our eyes. I start with some deep breaths. I like to really get in there almost like hyper ventilating, bring some air into the body, close my eyes. And then I actually go to that moment, go to that moment where you are achieving that thing, or you're speaking up for the first time, or you're enforcing those healthy boundaries with your family members or the people that you work with, or that you've achieved that promotion. You've built that business. You've lost that weight. Go to that future moment and be there What day is it? What time is it? What are you wearing? Who else is there sharing in this joy with you? How do you feel? What are the actual emotions? Are you proud of yourself? Are you still a little bit scared? Are you happy? Where are you? Be there. Feel it. Live that moment and live it in exactly the way that you would if it were real. Your brain will not know the difference between this imagined memory and a real memory. The most important part here is the emotions. What are you feeling? What's that feeling that you're solidifying that you're now explaining to your reticular activating system that you're okay with feeling? All right, and keep playing that tape through. Now that we have this new feeling and this new emotions and this new skill set or this new job or this new ability to communicate differently with other people or that new relationship or that healthy interaction with whoever, whatever it is that we're visualizing, what comes next? What do we get to do with that? What does it allow us to do that we wouldn't otherwise be able to do? Is it a hiking trip? Now that we've lost weight, are we in a better physical condition to go do an activity that we wouldn't have otherwise been able to do? So are we want 
wanted to do it, but we never felt like we deserved to be there. What can we do now? Where else are we going? I don't know about you, but whenever it's a negative memory, I spiral. How can I use that spiral to spiral up more than one interaction based on the same exact achievement or the same exact emotion? And where else would I be able to apply it? Now we need to identify what's that one action that my future self is really, really good at. What can I start doing today, even if I'm bad at it? The more I do this visualization, the more I begin to believe that I can do it. And I remember having done it again. It builds that confidence in my mind, whether it was imagined or not. And now I actually believe that I'm deserving of taking these actions, that I'm capable of taking these actions. It doesn't feel like I'm lying to myself when I take these actions. That's what we're programming. And that's why visualization is so powerful. One, we don't know the difference between real and imagined. And that goes for both negative and positive events. And two, we will have to act our way into a new way of thinking because we were never able to think up new actions. The visualization and this meditation that takes all of 30 to 45 seconds, that is an action that we're taking to start getting to the place that we want to be. So again, I'm really grateful for the feedback that I've gotten this week, that these are helping and let's have a great week. 